The following is a Journeywise Network production. Hey friends, this is Nicolette Bell, your host, and this is the Choosing Cheer podcast. And I am so excited that you have chosen to join us today because today is a very special day. Because today is our very first episode of Choosing Cheer, and y'all, I'm just so excited about it. Uh, this day has been a long time coming, a lot of prayer, a lot of planning, preparation, and execution have gone in to making this day possible, and I just can't believe that it's finally here and that you have chosen to join us on this journey of choosing cheer. So if we were sitting down at a coffee shop together, I've got my favorite coffee cup and a cup of coffee here with me. Um, so if we were sitting down together at a coffee shop in person, we'd probably start by getting to know each other a little bit. And so I thought that would be an appropriate place for us to start our time together today um, is let's get to know each other a little bit. And I thought we might start by talking about how all of this came to be. So I graduated college and I married my man, Preston, and we moved to Jackson, Mississippi, where he began uh, medical school at the University of Mississippi Medical School. And I began a career uh, in the insurance field. Uh, I grew up a business owner and always thought I wanted to be a salesperson. I grew up in my family business and always thought that I wanted to be a salesperson. So I started out my career in the insurance industry and we joined a local church and were serving teaching Sunday school there and I received a call one day and they said Nicolette hey we want you to think about uh, coming on and being an interim youth pastor for us that we've got this gap we need to fill if you could help us fill the gap and I said you know sure I, I can probably do that um, just thinking it would be a short-term Thing. And after about six months of serving in that position interim, they talked me into coming on full time. Um, and so I found myself serving in full time ministry. Now, I, I thought and uh, I had had a call on my life for quite some time and knew that in some sort of way um, I had been called into ministry, but really didn't know what that was going to look like or how that was going to come to be. And so I had the sweetest time getting to know these families, walking alongside of them and their kids as we were all pursuing Jesus together. Uh, and I served in another local church in our area after that. So five years of serving in a local church in all types of context. I served in kids ministry, in youth ministry, in women's ministry, adult ministry, discipleship ministry, all of the things. And I learned so much and grew so much in my time of serving in the local church. Um, and last year, about this time last year, I got a call inviting me to be a part of something new. And I got asked to be a part of the JourneyWise team. And this is a startup ministry, um, so getting to be a part of something new was so, so exciting to me, kind of crafting and molding it from the beginning, and I got asked to host this podcast, and so it's so cool that almost a year later, uh, this is all coming, coming into fruition, coming to be. Um, and so my husband, Preston, is now in his last year of 
residency. Um, we have a 16-month-old baby girl, Josie Lou, and I'm also mama to our first baby, our fur baby, Mr. Trek. Uh, so welcome to my home. You may can hear laundry going in the back stair, uh, in the background or the baby crying upstairs, but uh, this is it. This is uh, where um, where our family lives and where we meet Jesus in this place um, again and again. And I'm so excited to invite you into my home week after week as we seek to choose the joy of Jesus over and over again. So choosing cheer, where does it come from? That's uh, kind of a different name. Um, and it may not mean anything to you, but it certainly means something to me. And I think that it does uh, mean something to Jesus as well. And that's what we're going to go after in our time together. Um, from the time I could walk, I think I had a pair of pom-poms in my hand. I grew up a cheerleader. I grew up in a family of cheerleaders. My mother was a collegiate cheerleader. I was a collegiate cheerleader. As long as I knew, as long as I can remember um, I was cheerleading in some sort of, um, in some sort of fashion. And so my mom taught me from a very young age that cheer, cheerleading was not just a sport that we participated in, but it was a mindset that we were to have as followers of Jesus. It was kind of that life gives you lemon, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade kind of mindset to always look for the good, always look for the joy in every situation that there was always that silver lining. And so uh, my mom taught me the scripture, John 16, where Jesus tells his disciples, in this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. I think I taught my first devotional on this passage to my cheer team in high school. Uh, and this passage just kind of stuck with me and remains with me even since my uh, pom-poms have been retired and doing a backflip is completely out of the question. You do not want to see that at this point in my life. But this truth of the words of Jesus remains with me. That Jesus promises us that we will have trouble. That unfortunately on this side of heaven, that the world really isn't the way that he intended it to be. That we are going to have hardship and, and trouble and things are not going to go the way that we um, want them to or plan for them to always. But he tells us as his followers today that we can be of good cheer. We can choose cheer. We can have joy because he has overcome the world. He has overcome the world. And what a truth that is to us today. And so choosing cheer is, is my life motto. And it's about choosing the joy of Jesus in all things. Um, this morning, I was watching the birds. We have um, some holly bushes out on the side of our house. And the birds were having a field day out there this morning. And the sun was rising. The birds were singing. And I just stopped and said, thank you, Jesus. So choosing cheer can be as simple as something like that. Finding joy in just the smallest things in life. And choosing cheer also can be finding joy in really hard and unexpected seasons of your life. Um, the thing about it is that God doesn't 
measure our hardships or measure our, our troubles with a measuring stick in heaven, right? He cares for and is concerned about each and every one of our needs, no matter how big or how small they may seem. And he tells us that we can experience his joy and his peace in the midst of every single circumstance, no matter what they are. And that is such a gift to us. But you guys, I think that so often we don't have that joy in our life. We don't, um, we don't express that joy of Jesus when things are hard or maybe when things are good and we're distracted. Um, but that joy can often be one of the farthest, farthest things from us. And I experience that in my own life every day. Uh, earlier today, I was, I was grouchy with my husband for really no good reason at all. Um, our life should be marked by this joy fruit of the spirit but so often they're not and so this is what we're going to learn about week after week some weeks uh, it'll just be you and i having a conversation other weeks i'll invite some of my friends in on to the journey with us people regular people like you and like me who are seeking jesus in their everyday life and they're making a difference they're uh, setting an example for what it means to have joy to have cheer even in um, hard things. And so we'll talk to um, some of my friends. We'll talk uh, to some of my family. We'll talk uh, together and we'll pursue Jesus's joy together. And that's what I'm the most excited about because I think if I asked you the question, do you want more joy in your life? I don't think your answer would be, nah, I'm good. I've got enough joy. I think all of us want more joy in our lives. I think that it's a natural desire that was placed there by God and designed for only God to be able to fill it. And so we try to fill that with so many other things, but Jesus is the only one who can give us that true joy, that wellspring of life coming up from within. So this concept for me uh, really kind of became ingrained in me, although I had learned it and had written a lot about it growing up and had uh, taught about it and studied it, um, but it really became ingrained in me uh, from a place of really deep personal struggle. Um, we can, we'll talk more about this in episodes to come, but my husband Preston and I um, had a season of uh, infertility where we waited for three years. Um, to have our precious uh, miracle girl, we were told that we were not going to be able to have children. We had um, pregnancy loss, entered seasons of deep grief, deep hurt, deep um, overwhelmed with sadness and um, hopelessness. Uh, and so it was so interesting in that season to study this passage and to, to try to reconcile how do we have this joy of Jesus in the midst of really, really hard things. And there's not a simple or easy answer to that question, but I do think that the Bible has a lot to say about this, that Jesus has a lot to say about this. And our hope is that as you come along on this journey, that we will find more joy together. And in finding that joy, we will 
experience Jesus more and more. You know, I think so often in our life, we are tempted to push joy to the side. Oh, we'll, we'll have more joy when we get to that next phase of life. For me, I said, oh, I'll have joy after I have a baby, right? Maybe for you, it's after I graduate college, after I get that first job, after I uh, get the right house, after um, I uh, pay off that debt, after I do this, after I do that. And what I think that Jesus says to us in this passage is that, no, you're, you are meant and made to experience the joy of Jesus right now, right now doesn't depend on your circumstances. It's not a matter of what is going on around you. It's an inner state of your heart that is steady and secure, regardless of what the world around you may be doing. And so I think so often as followers of Jesus that we shortchange ourselves. We we don't experience the abundance of life that Jesus died to give us because we're so focused on that next thing. And he says, no, 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 listen, I want to give you joy right now. I meant for you to experience my joy, my peace, the fruits of my spirit on this side of heaven. I want your kingdom come, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. Part of that is experiencing his joy, the great joy of Jesus. So would you join me on this journey as we seek together to choose cheer? Friends, in a world that seems so dark sometimes, if you just watch the news or scroll through social media on your phone, it's easy to get overwhelmed by all of the darkness that is around us all of the time. And, you know, sometimes when we look at these things, it can seem um, insensitive or maybe insincere to have joy, to be joyful when there's so much hurt and so much pain around us. Um, one of my uh, dear friends was um, diagnosed with cancer this past week, and uh, she started her first chemotherapy treatment. And, you know, it's just... Like when you look at all of these things in the world, there's war, um, there's hurt, there's injustice in the world. And when you look at these things, it's like, man, how can we have joy? It's so dark. It seems so hopeless. And I think that what Jesus tells us again and again is that we can have that joy and we are to have that joy in the midst of the hurt, in the midst of um, the darkness around us, that that's where his light shines. And I don't think that when Jesus went to the cross that he had a huge smile on his face. Do you? I, I doubt that when he was um, getting uh, beaten and crucified that he was walking around with a big grin. Um, but I do imagine that he had joy because joy is an inner state. It's a steadiness that's given to us by God that doesn't change with our outward, outward circumstances. Jesus knew where he was going and why he was doing what he was doing. He says when he um, looked at the um, thief next to him on the cross, he said, uh, forgive me. And Jesus told him, you know, today 
you will be with me in paradise. Jesus had a certainty. He knew for sure where he was going and why he was going through what he was going through. And that gave him a peace and a joy that was surpassed the circumstance that he found himself in. And we, Philippians 2 tells us, are supposed to have the same attitude, the same mind as that of Christ Jesus. And I think that that also applies to having his joy, that when we are going through things, when things don't seem as maybe they should be or the way that we wanted them to be or the way that we planned for them to be, that Jesus still calls us to set an example of his joy to the world. And what a gift that is. What a privilege that is to be able to take that joy out into the world. It's a matter of spotting and seeing Jesus in the things that are around us that we can choose to focus on the um, the hurt and the pain or we can choose to focus on the little moments of joy that are are um, woven in between that we don't uh, stick our head in the sand certainly we don't ignore the things that are going on around us Jesus taught again and again that we are supposed to be the hands and feet his hands and feet into the world that we are supposed to be a keen and aware of the hurt around us that we are to take him into the world. But that also includes his joy, his light. And what a privilege and an honor that is to get to take his joy, his light into the world. Friends with one million podcasts out there, why should you listen to this one? Why does it matter? Why will it make a difference in your life? And I really don't have a magic answer to that question. I've been thinking about that a lot myself. And to be honest with you, um, I don't typically uh, struggle with insecurity when it comes to um, sharing God's God's word and, and teaching. But this has been um, a challenge to me. Uh, we've actually pushed back the start of this podcast twice. Um, and so it's been a, a battle with me internally of why, why am I doing this? Why does it matter? Um, and so this is my stepping out in faith and believing that uh, in the people around me that God has placed and have encouraged me um, to do this. And my prayer is that um, you would be able to experience more of the joy of Jesus from the time that you spend here with us, that when you leave this uh, podcast, after you've listened to an episode, that you would be able to take that joy of Jesus into your world, into your community, your circle, where you find yourself, and that you would be able to choose cheer in your everyday life, in the little things, in the big things, that we can bring Jesus into our entire lives. Every moment, um, waking, sleeping, that he is with us and that we can choose to find our joy in him and not in the things that are going on around us. And so um, I'm not famous. My friends aren't famous. We're just a bunch of regular people who are seeking the joy of Jesus. And so my encouragement is that we are all on this journey together and that when we all have one purpose, 
um, following Jesus, that we can we can be united around that and we can be friends because of that. And so my hope and my prayer is that you would feel the joy of Jesus today from the time that you spent on the Choosing Cheer podcast. I sure hope you'll join me back next week as we visit with some of my friends. Thank you.